Hello, Internet. This is you and Spence, and you see Insight Calling. We've got our Fab Four, Five, Six, Seven. We've got our Fab Team for Liverpool. Coming up this week, we have our hosting team for Liverpool. We have the return of Loran and Issa Strain. Go by Eurovision train. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome. Seven days in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. Coming up, condensed and concentrated into podcast form with myself, Ewan Spence, and the team at ESC Insight, where you can find all the in-depth discussions, commentary, editorial features, and general shenanigans around our song contest. www.escinsight.com to read our articles, listen back to the podcast, all of that more. And you can support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insight as well. Okay, you know the dates, but in case for some reason your cat's walked over your diary, it's 9th and 11th of May for the semi-finals, 13th of May for the grand final at the Liverpool Arena in Liverpool in Merseyside. Accommodation is still, well, you know, <laughs> it's still sky high, but there may well be more cancellations and rates coming down as we get into March and April and the dates get closer. Tickets for the main show are not yet on sale. Keep an eye on the official website. Late Feb, well... <laughs> 24th of February is kind of late, Feb. So we're probably going into early March for that as well. Beware of resellers. Anybody selling tickets right now? Nope, that's not happening. Eurovision.tv, official website. Keep an eye there. So yes, the big news this week is the big team that's going to be heading up to Liverpool from various corners of the BBC to bring you the Eurovision Song Contest. And not just the BBC as well, because front of house, we have a team of three and a half. Julia Sanina, who's a singer with Ukraine's Hard Kiss and was also a judge at the Vidbeer National Final for this season, will be joining Alicia Dixon, uh, formerly of the band Mystique, BBC Strictly Come Dancing and Britain's Got Talent over on ITV, and Hannah Waddington from Ted Lasso, um, various West End musicals and theatre productions and Game of Thrones as well. Those are your three key hosts for the show. They're going to be joined in the grand final by Graham Norton, um, who's also going to carry on doing his commentary booth as well. So let's consider Graham as the uh, support for the front of house for the grand final. And of course, Graham gets his own support in the commentary booth on the Saturday night grand final. Mel Giedroyd will be joining him there as well. Staying in the commentary booth for the BBC and the semi-finals, Scott Mills and Rylan as well. And no doubt they're going to be popping up in other productions and appearances and radio and TV things and all of that as well. Uh, who else do you have in that team? Because there's been, there's been a lot of names in there. Uh, Timur Miroshenko, the Ukraine's commentator, who you may well remember from uh, the video last year of Ukraine winning and Timur basically commentating from a bunker uh, in the middle of the war. He'll be hosting the opening ceremony um, along with Sam Quack from Liverpool and presumably carrying on with the commentary duties for Ukrainian television as well. Radio Merseyside is going to be the BBC's radio focus for the year. Claire Sweeney will be providing live commentary uh, on the very precious local radio service. All BBC local radio services are precious if anybody is listening. Um, she's going to be joined by, we don't know yet, as there's currently a search for new Merseyside radio talent and whoever gets the lead role is going to be the person who wins that contest. Uh, those of you who are watching UK radio politics a little bit um, are wondering where Ken Bruce is. Well, Ken Bruce switches over to commercial radio on April the 3rd in Greatest Hits Radio, so we'll not be BBC so we'll more than likely not be doing anything with the BBC 
for the song contest. What we do have, though, is the postcards as well. Windfall Films have won the tender for that, and they will be producing postcards that link the United Kingdom and Ukraine um, with the artist that the postcard is being made of, uh, all basically connecting through the United by Music slogan that we have for the Eurovision Song Contest. They've started filming already. Uh, finally, there's the Euro train. OGA UK are organising a train to take you from London to Liverpool. Uh, two coaches have been completely reserved. They will be just Eurovision on rails. Just a, a little bit of a train. Uh, not, not quite coming from Moldova. That would be a fun adventure. Uh, details at OGA UK if you are a member. If you're another OGA member, check your local club to check with the UK club for details and uh, those of you who know your uk transport be aware it's with avanti west coast and it's one way only you've got to make your own way back i mean the news this week is mostly about results in the channel selection so uh deep breath time let's start with australia an untypically low-key announcement from a broadcaster sbs this week especially this is the 40th anniversary of sbs carrying the eurovision song contest they broadcast it for a long time out of contest it's the perth-based band voyager who are going to be flying the flag over in Liverpool. And yes, we have another band. Uh, but this one is mixing synth and metal and loves the guitar. So I crack them out. The song is promised. Video is up now. Uh, Voyager, it, look, if you're thinking that's a familiar name, it's because they were in the last Australia Designs national final in 2022 and they won the public vote. But because the points in the public vote were allocated proportionately, not 12, 10, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, it meant that the stronger jury result for Sheldon Riley saw Sheldon take the ticket and Voyager move into second place. So now the public choice from last year is going to be representing the public uh, this year. Over in France, what was new is Lazara, published on Sunday, Le Evidemment, think Chanson, EDM, and you're pretty much there. As always with these uh, releases, especially the internal acts, your first stop should be the official YouTube channel to have a listen and see what's going on. It's youtube.com slash Eurovision. And then your favourite online streaming music service should have the official single uploaded by then. Also on the internal selection front, Switzerland confirmed that Remo Forer, 21-year-old who won the Voice Switzerland back in 2020, will be singing for Switzerland this year as well. So, no details as yet. It's going to be published on March the 7th. Three broadcast shows to catch up on. First in Lithuania, the delightfully titled Let's Try Again 2023 came to a conclusion and the overall winner there was Monica Linkiera with the song Stay. Previously, Monica sang in Vienna uh, as a duet with Vidas Bowen, uh, 2015's This Time, qualified at the semi-final, finished 18th in the grand final. As for the show this year... Ten ran. Uh, two heats. Iceland kicked off song Vekepnen. Uh, two winners going forward to the grand final. Then Dilia with the song Power. Except it was in Icelandic and it's just lots of L's and N's. And Bragi with Sometimes the World's Against Us. And that was the Icelandic but with lots of S's, H's and G's in the mix as well. The three who didn't qualify will basically have a chance at a wildcard slot decided by an internal jury for the three that don't qualify from next week's show. Uh, so five ran uh, for this week, five were on next week, and that will give us five to run in song for Kepner's final as well. Finally to, not finally, finally with the results. <laughs> 
because San Marino, I have no idea what's going on. Sweden, uh, Heat 3 of Melody Festival, and they're two going direct through to the final. Marcus and Martinez with their song Air. Watch carefully. They've got a strong vote. If anybody is going to come up as a dark horse winner, it's those two. Also going to the final is Paul Ray. To the semi-final, Nordman and Melanie Webb will be taking there to get a chance to go through to the final as well. Seven ran. And yes, San Marino and Vopper San Marino is going on. 106 started, uh, at least in the televised rounds. Who knows how many uh, actually submitted. Who knows what's going on there. Some are qualifying, some are not. And uh, by the time you listen to this, who knows what the lineup's going to be. So uh, next week, we'll come back to that. We'll give you the name who's won. All will be happy. Okay, a couple of quick points of news outside of actual results for now. First up, we'll start with Cyprus. We have a 30-second clip of the song from Andrew Lambro. That's Break a Broken Heart. Sounds like an old Jason Donovan number there. But Andrew was part of Australia Decides 2022, of which Voyager, who are singing for Australia this year, were also part of. So we have two of those contestants returning, uh, one for the country that they're hoping for, one for another country as well. At Netherlands, we have a song reveal in full on March the 1st for Amin Nikolai and Dion Cooper's entry. They were selected internally way, way back. Um, quite, quite near the start of the whole process, actually. Anyway, they're, they're playing that one pretty cagey as well. There's been some discussion about the song title and they haven't even confirmed that. Speaking of who's confirming the song and what's going on, Italy. <laughs> Marco Mingoni, who did win San Remo with Duvit. That song is going gold now, by the way. There's increasing questions about whether this is going to be the Eurovision song. Now, it's in the air. It's being talked quietly but openly. And there's no, oh, shut up, damping down the speculation of what's going on here. Marco has said he might, he's considering changing it. Now, let me, let me speculate now, okay? This, this next bit is all speculation. Duvet is three minutes, 45 seconds long. Eurovision's song length rule is three minutes. Whether we should pump that up to 3 minutes 30 is a discussion for another time. We should. But anyway, I suspect what's happening is that Duvet trying to get this down to 3 minutes, keeping the song working, keeping the same structure, keeping the same flavour, keeping the same flow, is proving to be difficult. Now, the choices are to gut the song and just get it into 3 minutes, which kind of happened with Occidentalis Karma, and yeah, tempo and the flow of that just went completely out the window or to replace it with another three-minute song. And, you know, I just had a quick look through Marco's uh, catalogue, and he hasn't had any re recent releases. There was a nice three-minute song um, from last year, but it was, like, released at the end of May, so it's well past the September the 1st uh, deadline date. So, yeah, Marco's going, but we don't know what wave yet. We'll keep an eye on that one for you here. And Insight, podcast every seven days, keeps you up to date with the news, and you have us on the socials as well. <laughs> Right then, what have we got on the site this week? Well, last week we looked at Schlager, its place in Melody Festival, and, and why it seems to be only stuck in the interval act. Ben Robertson taking that. Ben also has been reviewing all the songs on Patreon, uh, but they're open articles so anybody can read them. Patreon.com slash ESC Insight. Read them there, and if you like them, consider supporting us. Uh, beyond the link, like, love, share, subscribes, all of that. We, we love everybody who does that at all, and that's great for the support. Also, um, he's also going to be taking a little better look at Tattoo from Loran, which 
you know, it could not qualify this, you know, we, we could get to 10pm on Saturday and just go, oh, okay, that's it, that's that adventure over, or it could go all the way and win, win in Liverpool, who knows, um, same with any song that goes in, could, you know, could drop out of the running, still stay on your playlist, could go all the way, anyway, there's that, uh, we've also had a look at the love of national finals and how one of our guest contributing writers got started there, uh, so big thank you to Harriet uh, for contributing that piece, it's back at the website www.eseinsight.com, uh, dates for your diary, we've got, um, We've got a number of shows this weekend. Uh, we've got uh, Finland and UMK one-shot national final on Saturday, along with what we think is the final event of Upper San Marino at San Marino, so we should have a name at the end of that. We pro- we will have a name at the end of that. We will. We will. We will. <laughs> uh, three heats going on. Iceland's on the Kettner second semi-final. Portugal's first semi-final, Festival of the Cansau. And uh, heat four, uh, aforementioned Melody Festival and up in Sweden. Uh, we also have uh, Poland's one-shot national final on Sunday as well. Uh, so definitely three more names and three more songs coming into the mix. Internal selections and announcement happening over the next seven days, more than likely as well. Some countries, we still have no idea what we're doing. Looking at the United Kingdom... <laughs> Uh, what else do we have? London Eurovision Party, which is taking place on April the 16th, has confirmed their second act, World Youth, who are singing for Ireland, are joining Joker out. Many more to be announced for London. Also Amsterdam the day before April the 15th. Madrid on the 7th and 8th of April. Poland in Warsaw on Saturday the 1st of April. And the Barcelona Eurovision Party kicks off the previews on the 23rd, 4th and 5th of March. Other than that, we still have shows this weekend. We still have music. There's lots of things uh, happening and going on and moving forward as we head towards Liverpool and those shows on the 9th, 11th and 13th of May. We'll keep you up to date with all of that and more. And yes, the Jukebox Jury song previews will be starting in March as well. So get your hit, miss and maybe paddles ready. But until then, I'll say ta for now. Thank you all for listening to all our friends who we know and are still with me. Do stay safe. We are remembering everyone over the last year in the war in Ukraine. And we'll play the guitars now and catch you in the next podcast. This week's ESC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence with the team from ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and patreon.com slash ESC Insight to support us.